24-7 title. And no, we haven't seen that in a while. Nope. And, I mean, the only bad part about tuning in to Monday Night Raw tomorrow night is you gotta listen to Adnan Burke again. <laughs> I mean, I really, I really, to be honest with you, I really, I really miss Mauro Ronaldo. Oh, see, I didn't like him. I didn't like him at all. No. Because, I mean, I was... I mean, I liked... And this is going to sound... It's a weird comparison. But he reminded me of almost a carbon copy of JR. Who I only liked JR when he was with Waller. Because the two of them together were, were good. And I just... I don't know. There was just something about... More Ronaldo that he just he didn't sound any he didn't sound original to me at all. Oh, okay. I don't know. I just didn't. I, I know I Rick. A, Rick typed in. Morrow is the best today. <laughs> I think he's with I, TNA. Morrow Ronaldo. I don't know. I, I've heard. I, I mean, I've heard him do uh, either boxing or UFC as well. Um, yeah. Well, he was a little better, but I, I don't know. I just. I don't know. I didn't buy what he was selling, I guess. Um, <clears throat> what do you think of uh, the announced team they have on NXT? I'm kind of liking uh, Wade Barrett. He's got a, he's got a pretty decent... Yeah, and what's up? Uh, what the other guys, what, Big Joseph, is that it? Big Joseph, yep. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then Beth Phoenix does, does an okay as a third person on the announced team. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's only made one appearance for Impact. He was great in Impact and other places. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So I mean, that's the thing with uh, with with uh, WWE. You know, sometimes they'll you know they're ring announcing. Even the uh, even the ring announcers. I mean, I miss Lillian Garcia. Yeah. Wade Barrett is good. The others are crap. Okay. Uh. Yeah, the ring announcer for NXT, she sounds like she's, like, every time she announces somebody, like, she's forcing out a shit. <laughs> you know? It's just carrying. Cross. Rick says, I don't <coughs> like three people announcing. They're confusing at times. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... I've never been a big fan of uh, Brian Saxon, but... Uh, Byron. It's Byron. Byron Saxon. Byron Saxon. I do like Corey Graves. Yeah. And I, I feel bad that Corey Graves is now with Adnan Burke and Byron Saxton. Imagine the SmackDown announced team if it was Michael Cole, Corey Graves, and who they got now, um, Pat McAfee. I think that'd be awesome. I, I mean... As tired of Michael Cole that I'm getting, um, you don't need two people with Michael Cole. You don't. Yeah. Um, I just, what else, who else would they, they don't, I mean, what are you going to put Tom Phillips back on Raw? Yeah. I mean, and then, I, I, I don't know. I just, I, I, they're, they're kind of, you know, be stuck between a rock and a hard place. 
Right. Drew Drew says, what do you think of Big Kaz in TNA? Oh, okay. That's what I think of Big Kaz in TNA. W. Morrissey, I believe he is now? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, he went from Cass XL <laughs> yeah. to W. Morrissey. Um... But he's, he's actually yep. got himself uh, quite the little filly for a girlfriend now. Um, I don't remember who she is. She's somebody. Um, I can't remember her name, but she's, you know, she's actually very, very pretty. Very nice looking. Okay. Yeah, I haven't... Uh... I, I think it's good that he's in TNA without um, Bozo Amore. Um, it gives him a chance to show what he can do on his yep. own. I know quite often on the independent scene when he was doing his stuff, they were booking the both of them. Um, and so it's it's nice to see him get a chance to shine on his own. And uh, he's right. definitely in probably better shape than he ever was, um, at least on the main roster for WWE right now. So hopefully yeah. he's gotten himself straightened out and you know can you know rejuvenate his career. Right, that would be uh, that that would be good for him and his. I mean, he looked like he was in good shape when I saw him. You know, cutting a promo in the ring. Yeah, he actually had abs, not a beer, not a uh, keg. You know, he had a right. you know kind of almost a six pack. Um, yep. Not a not a you know. Beer ball. Yeah. Yep. So it'll be. Uh, I, I think he might. Uh, he might do well in TNA. So what would you think if this year, rather than doing a draft, getting rid of the brand specifics, meaning you're not a member of the Raw roster, you're not a member of the SmackDown roster, you're a member of the WWE roster and would you be more nervous about them just using the same guys on both show and overusing them or do you think it could make it better because you have more options for feuds well kind of both um if that makes sense uh yeah, kind of both. Because I've always, I've always thought to myself, why don't they just have wrestlers appear on both shows, use them, you know? Because there are some good feuds and some good wrestlers from SmackDown and Raw that I would like to see go against each other. Yeah. And you know, I think that they should, like you said, I think they should just get rid of the draft and just have one, one show for. Well, yeah, just have one, but you can't have just one show. No, I wasn't saying one show. Keep your Monday Night Raw, keep your SmackDown, but you don't have, you know, I mean, you're already, you've already taken care of the titles except for the tag team titles. Just right. unify those and just, just have one tag team title. That right. way you have, you know, you the New Day going against the Viking Raiders, going against the Street Profits, going against the Dirty Dogs, going against the Usos for the title. You know what I mean? Yep. 
Um, but you already have your WWE championship, which is not the Raw championship. It's, yeah, it's red, but it's the WWE championship. You'd have to do something with the women's. So maybe they have a women's heavyweight title and then a lower level women's title. Um, you could even call it the European title or something like that. Um, right. And that way you could still have the two women's titles. But then they kind of do that anyways with the, the tag titles. They're defended on either Raw or SmackDown. Um, yep. So, I mean, I, I mean... You know, Randy Orton, Roman Reigns. I mean, Drew McIntyre, Roman Reigns. Um, Seth Rollins, Sheamus. I mean, there's so many different matches that you can, you know, pull off that I think would be really, really interesting. Right. Yep. Probably Big Cass's girlfriend. Oh. I'm imagining that's why he's responding. Oh, okay. Um, um speaking of yeah, a, speaking of AEW, why don't you go ahead and give those guys a quick plug here from uh, PAPW, seeing as you're the one that oh, posted absolutely. it. Congratulations to Waves and Curls. We just saw them on one of their shows, what, a couple weeks ago? Yeah. On PAPW? And they're in AEW. Congratulations. Well, well, now, now, don't, I wouldn't say they're in AEW. They're wrestling a match on AEW Dark on Tuesday on YouTube. It's 7 o'clock on YouTube. Um, so, I mean, if anything, I would say it's an audition. Yep. Well, anyway, congratulations goes out to him because that's a big move. Yeah. Yeah. And I... I wonder if that might open the door for more PAPW wrestlers. Well, you have to see. You never know. I mean, there's definitely some some good. And I mean, please, if if you guys are out there and you hear this or see this, do not take it personally. But there are other. I mean, tag teams and other wrestlers in PAPW. Um, that I think could go as well. Right. I, I agree. And, um, well, we just want to say, you know, congratulations to Waves and Curls. We hope that it's a, a stepping stone for success for them. Right. And uh, I was surprised when I saw it. Because you know how sometimes they'll put up Samoa Joe as all elite and stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought it was at first. And then when I saw it, I was like, oh, no, okay. Then I heard people higher up talking about it. It's like, well, good. AEW Dark. Yeah, hopefully they'll they'll make it. I might shave my head tonight. This is annoying me. There you go. Way too much. It's been two months since I've gotten a haircut. Oh, all right. Last time I got my haircut literally was on my birthday, March 6th. It's, It's May, what, May 9th, May 10th? I don't even know what day yep. it is. Something like that. Yeah. Today's May 9th, yep. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so what do you think, um, uh, what was I just going to say? Um, wow. 
one right out. Yep, I saw the puff of smoke come out your ear. Yeah. Oh, um. Thank you. Oh. I know I'm looking way down the road. Way down the road. But do you think we'll still see Lashley and Roman Reigns as champions when Clash of Champ when Night of Champions rolls around? Night of Champions? Yeah, don't they have a, a Clash of Champions pay-per-view? Don't they have that at the end of the year? I I don't I don't know. I don't remember. Hey Ralph. <clears throat> I mean well, what, what did they have? Roman Reigns against Drew McIntyre, wasn't Sur- that? Survivor Series. That wasn't, uh, that was champion versus champion, wasn't it? Yeah, Survivor Series. That's oh. what they, that's what they've done. You know, I the two champions against each other to find out oh, okay. brand supremacy. All right. Well, I had the, I had well, the right wrestler. One thing I do hope, um, in, once again... Um, I, I got to think of a good word for it. Um, somebody that that's can be either heel or face. I got to come up with a good terminology because, you know, a guy that can, somebody can be man or woman is transgender or gender neutral, maybe yeah. character neutral. I don't know, but that's kind of how Rhea Ripley is. Depending on yep. if she's going up against Asuka, she's the heel. If she's going up against Charlotte, she's the face. So, concrete evidence on the main roster, seven of their nine champions are heels. The only two face are Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley, depending on which way she goes that day. Yep. Give me a a couple more face champions that I can get behind. Uh, you know, I, I I I don't I I don't need to see the Mysterios as tag team champions. Okay. I'd rather see Jay and Jimmy go away from Roman Reigns and become a face tag team before the Mysterios. Um, maybe on on Raw, give me give the Viking Raiders the titles. Do some get some more. You know, I, I mean, yeah, Drew McIntyre maybe beating Lashley. Okay, but been there, done that. You Man. know, give me something new. It's it's. What about RK Bro as maybe tag team champions? That could be something that, that I, I could get behind. Yep, thanks for watching, Don. That's uh, Don Kincaid, who's the host of Stirring the Pop. Wanna check that out? Um yeah, I could definitely get oh, behind oh, that. Oh, his, his show is Stirring the Pot? Stirring the Pot, yeah. Oh, I thought it was smoking the pot. No, <laughs> Love you, Don. So, that was no disrespect, Don. That was just uh No, it was a joke. It was being funny. Yeah. You know? Yep. yep, he does have a good show, so. Um, yeah, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, I can definitely get behind RK, bro. Yeah. What's happening, guys? Sometimes smoking. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> hmm. I don't know. You never know, Donnie. But, uh, yeah, so we call him Don Kincaid on this show. We don't call him Don Kool-Aid like other places do. So we, we, we have respect for Don Kincaid. Oh, yeah. Don's a great guy. Yes, he is. Looking forward to seeing him at uh, future PAPW shows. Yes. Yeah, Don, so I know it's been a while since you tuned in. I know it's been a while since you've seen the Nugster, but there he is. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so like I said, I mean, you've got the Viking Raiders, you've got RK-Bro, two teams I can get behind as tag team champions, definitely. I think they would have pretty good runs, too. Yeah, yeah. Yep. The only thing is, is you're going to be putting them against teams over and over and over again. That's, that's once again, that's the problem of having so few competitors and two titles. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's another aspect that having, you know, non-brand specific wrestlers and combining the SmackDown and Raw tag titles to one title... Because then right there, once again, you have five or six then established teams that, you know, you have your one champion and then you have five or six teams that are chasing the belts. Not two teams chasing one belt on one show and three teams chasing one belt on the other show. Right. And uh, one thing I would like to mention, though, even though... um he has no affiliation with the Top Rope Report. He's been a friend of mine for quite a while, many years now. Um, he has his own show. He's the host of Center Ring. I'd like to send a Top Rope Report condolences to the Fogman. Um, Mike just got out of the hospital. I spoke to him today. Um, he took ill, and he's back home on the mend and recovering right now. Um, So we want to wish him a speedy recovery, but also want to send out condolences to him. And Fogman, we're thinking about you, my friend. So Yes. Yes. You stay strong. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, AJ Styles and Omis, I mean, as far as them being tag team champions... Don't get me wrong, AJ Styles is probably one of one of the best in the world, I think. I, I consider him one of the best in the world. He's held titles all over the world. Yep. Had a triple crown winner in WWE. But I think Omis is going to be doing, is the, the key link to that team. Oh, yeah, obviously. Obviously. The man's a monster. Yeah. What's it going to take to... To beat them, I mean, you're going to have to isolate him somehow, or keep AJ Styles an, an RK him. an RK bro out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, they could they could come up with, you know, that move that that Riddle does up the top rope, and then Randy Orton catch him in an RKO, and they'll call it the RK bro. <clears throat> yep, that would surprise me. So. Yeah, but it's gonna be uh, gonna be quite interesting uh, this week. We got uh, Raw Monday, NXT Tuesday, 
We'll probably be back on Wednesday doing our recap of both shows, um, depending on our our schedule and our time and our time and everything. But um, I just also want to let everybody out there know that eventually, it's not going to happen right away. But eventually, the Top Rope Report is going to be having some product that will be. They call uh, it merchandise, so, merchandise or, or merch. Right. <laughs> We're going to be having some merchandise for sale. It's going to be on the uh, tees. Uh, the Rick Del Santo has it. Um, as soon as we get everything all finalized and we dot the I's and cross the T's, we'll send out the link to people and you can purchase T-shirts, tank tops. We kind of, I thought we had to dot the T's and cross the I's. Yeah, that too. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but you can have our logo. You can have the top the top rope report logo. Will be on coffee mugs, t-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, hats, gloves. You name it. Just there'll be a list of up, of stuff up there to order. So as soon as we get everything all situated and uh, finalized, we'll be letting everybody out there know. So anything else to close up, Greg? Now, just, you know, looking hopefully uh, better raw than last week. Yeah. You know, like I said, the, the matches that they had were very short, but they were an okay quality as far as matches go. Um, so, like you said, rather than doing nine where eight of them are, well, we'll say seven of them, I think, were six minutes or less. Um, give us six matches that are nine minutes or more. Right, exactly. I, I, and I think, no. I think a lot. I think the ratings for Raw might be a little bit better if they did that. Right. Had yeah. less matches, little longer times. Yeah, and as as we said, as as I calculated it, there was sixty. That's six zero minutes of wrestling from bell to bell yep. on a three hour show. 180 uh-huh. minutes and only one third of it was wrestling, and it's the world wrestling entertainment. Right. It's not, not just the world entertainment. <laughs> yes. Yep. So, yeah, so I totally agree. So, with that said, we will close out this edition of the Top Rope Report. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. So, on behalf of the Nugster Greg, this is the illustrious Mr. Trivia for the Top Rope Report saying we might see the Nugster with a new look on Wednesday. You never know, so stay tuned. Have a good night. And welcome to the Top Rope Report. He this said, is the Nugster. Knock, knock. Just waiting for Mr. Trivia to uh, have me join him on Facebook Live. Um, well, he's we'll just sitting there. Wait for him to. Pop on in there. I know he's watching because he's already waiting. Waiting to go. I don't know what's taking so long, but... I'm waiting on you. That's what's taking so long. There we go. And 
connecting here. We go. Yeah, I was waiting right. on you. I was waiting for that little invite thing to come up on my uh, my I screen. Hit, I hit it twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, you did. So, uh, here we go. Yeah, so, uh, talk a little SmackDown, talk about Raw for tomorrow night. Who's going? Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another live edition of the Top Rope Report here on TalkShoe.com, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. I'm your host, the illustrious Mr. Trivia, and with me as usual this week, my co-host, my tag team partner, my best friend, the best in the business, my buddy, the Nugster Greg. Greg, welcome. Hey, Trib. How's it going? Oh, it's going all right. Okay, I hope you uh, had a great Mother's Day today. I know you went to see your well, family. That was a good one for you. Well, well yeah, I was going to have a wise-ass comment saying, well, you know, I mean, I did, you know, I am getting a little bigger on the belly, but I'm not a mother yet. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, okay. Uh, yeah, so Friday Night Smackdown. We yes. talked off uh, up here. Um, yesterday, and I, I thought it was a decent show. I mean, I gave, like I said, I gave it a B, but then again, I rewatched a good majority of it, and I kind of changed the grade to a C. Yeah. So, yep. I mean, I, it was, there was a lot of things, you know, like you said, you start up here, and it just gradually... Yeah, yeah, like I, like I said yesterday, uh, the way I described it was, you know, skiing. You start at the top of the hill and then you went down. Um, yep. Maybe you can say it leveled off a little bit um, at the very end with the ten man tag, but it the the first two matches were the the better two matches of the show in my opinion. Right. And then. I mean, everything else from there just slowly went, you know, downhill. Yep. Yep. I mean, it was nice to see Jimmy Uso return. Yeah. Uh, don't know what's going to play out with that, if him and his brother are still going to be a tag team or if they're just going to stay with Roman. Or a tag team with Roman. Yeah. Not meaning that they'll do a three-man tag team. But, I, I mean, I could see the two of them, you know, getting back together, going after the tag titles, and then, you know, they all, they hold all the gold. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the uh, the Seth Rollins-Cesaro match, that was the best one of the night. And what I liked was the comment Seth Rollins made. When he was outside the ring, when he said to Jey Uso, he says, I'm not Roman, I don't need your help. Right. And, you know, so that kind of probably struck a chord with Roman, but I don't know, maybe somewhere along the line, do you see those two locking up? As of right now, if they're not going to take the title from Roman Reigns and give it to Big E, I think Seth Rollins could be the only one on the roster to dethrone Roman Reigns. Okay, I can I can see that happening. 
Yep, that would be uh, like a blast from the past, so to speak, you know, because when I saw the two of them talking together backstage, I was like, wow, that's from the old S.H.I.E.L.D. days, you know? Right, right. So, but, but yeah, I mean, like I said, overall, I thought of, you know, I, I rewatched it and I gave the card to see the, um, the women's match. I mean, there's, we're not, I'm, I don't even want to talk about that. Which, what do you mean the woman, why? What was wrong with uh, Carmella and Ruby Riot? Oh, oh, yeah, that was the only one. No, I thought they had a women's tag team. No, the Carmella-Ruby Riot match was pretty good. I mean, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't top, top notch, but it was a good match. I mean, Ruby Riot's a good wrestler. Carmella's not bad. Yeah, I gave it about a C. Yep. Yeah, I don't think, I mean, if it went a little longer... Um, I mean, if it went a little longer, I mean, it could have been a C minus to a D plus, but it also could have been a C plus to a B minus. It, it, those, both those two, Ruby Wright and Carmella, are hit or miss. Um, right. If they hit, it's good. If they miss, they miss. Um, right. So, but yeah. I mean, Tamina wrestling Reginald was. That whole storyline with them, it, it's it, it, it's got to go away some way, somehow. I don't, I, know. I don't know if you just got to just put the titles on Natalia and Tamina and then split Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler up or, or what, but it's just not working anymore. Right. Totally, totally agree. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. You took a nap so you weren't going to yawn during our show. Uh, yeah, I know, but... Jeez. Every time I wake up, I yawn more than I do after my nap. But, uh, yeah, I agree with you. The Reginald thing is just... I mean, it wasn't that great when it was... Uh, when, he, when he first came out with Carmella. I thought it was, I thought it was getting stupid back then. Too. Well, but I, I honestly think it was... I, I mean, it's gotten worse. I mean, it wasn't good with Carmella, but it was okay. And then he got involved with Sasha Banks, and then it started to get stupid. Now, I mean, the way he flips around and does all the things that he does, I'm surprised he's not in NXT as a wrestler. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he does have uh, some pretty good moves. No, he's, he's athletic. I don't know what he can do as far as wrestling goes because he hasn't really been in a wrestling match, but... Hey, what's up, Rick? How's it going, Rick? Rick, Rick Del Santo from the PWZ podcast has now just joined us, so good to see him out there, Rick. Um, yeah, I agree totally. I mean, you know, he seems like he's quite athletic. Okay. Uh, I wonder if he was a gymnast back in the day. I don't know. I mean, definitely, uh, definitely got some athletic moves, and like you said, we really don't know if he knows how to wrestle or not, but maybe that's what NXT would be for if they brought him down there. I mean, I would imagine he has some type of, whatever it may be, some type of wrestling background. Um, right. I, I can't imagine that they would just bring some 
guy off the street they used to be. I know there aren't many circuses around. Maybe he was part of Ringling Brothers, you know, yeah. circus and acrobats. I, I don't know, but I, I would think that somewhere in his past he would have had some type of wrestling background. Yep. I, I, I agree somewhere along the line with that. Um, what did you think of the segment with Bianca Belair and Bailey? I mean, that's... It was all right. That's a, that's a collision course waiting to happen, I think. What's that? Do you think that, do you think that one might be a one-and-done match or Bailey and Bianca Belair? I don't know. I right now. I mean, I, I yeah. I, I don't know. I, I maybe which would be stupid. Um, but it's stupid that Sasha Banks isn't getting her rematch at Backlash. I mean, right. what is? I mean, to me, when I think. The word backlash, especially in wrestling, I think of rematch slash revenge. So maybe Bailey, because she's the longest reigning SmackDown champion, 380 days, and she had that little spat with Bianca, maybe this is her chance. But where's Sasha? That That's... I mean, she's got to get back in the fray sometime, no? I I believe so, yeah. And, you know, I mean, like you'd mentioned on the show previously before, uh, it was a week or two ago, maybe it was last week, but I know you mentioned it, that, you know, it, it seems like she took her ball and went home again after she lost. And I hope not, because I like seeing Sasha yeah. in the ring. It's, uh, it's something that, you know, she does have her rematch coming up, but when they're going to give it to her and why they're not giving it to her at... Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I understand that, you know, when her and Bailey won the women's titles, I believe it was their first title defense against the Iconics that they lost her titles. If she, for some reason, is upset and pissed because Bianca Belair beat her at WrestleMania, then she doesn't know the business at all. Right. And, and deserves to just stay home. If you didn't know that there was a high, high, high probability that Bianca was going to beat you at WrestleMania after they've hyped her up so much, I don't know, I don't know what is in your mind. Right. Exactly. Because that right there should, you know, say, hey, you know, they're hyping her up. She's going to beat me. That's that. I mean, you want to take some time off and make it look like, oh, my God, you know, and then come back as a surprise? Okay, but, I mean, we haven't even, they haven't even mentioned her. No. Let no. alone even, her even showing up. So, yeah, um, yeah, so another thing that, uh, that kind of surprised me on SmackDown Friday night was Dominic Mysterio beating Dolph Ziggler. I mean, that was, you know, that I consider that an upset because, you yeah. know, Dolph is a veteran, Dom's a rookie, and I would consider that an upset. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. 
and uh, just I now think, now but, makes me think that Ziggler and Rude will retain um, at the pay per view. Very, yeah, it's very possible. But then again, they've also been making a big stink about mentioning quite a bit what Ray and Dominic have about father and son, first father and son tag team champion in WWE. Mm. You know, maybe they might go that way with it too. I don't know. But I would have to say if I was going to bet anything, I would bet on Ziggler and Rude retaining. Oh, well, your tune changed earlier this week. You were saying that it was going to be Ray and Dominic winning. Um, I'm sure my mind will change three or four more times before next Sunday <laughs> with the predictions, Joe. But, uh, yeah, so it's, uh, they have, what, five matches, I think, now? Yep. And there three of them are, two of them or three of them are title matches. All of them are. All of them are title matches. Yeah. Lashley oh, against... Uh, Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman for the WWE Championship. Um, Bailey versus Bianca Belair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Rhea Ripley defending against Asuka and Charlotte for the Raw Women's Championship. The Dirty Dogs against Ray and Dominic Mysterio for the SmackDown Tag Team titles. And then Roman Reigns against Cesaro for the Universal title. I really think that Roman will probably retain again. Yeah. Because yeah. it's going to be, I mean, if you take the title off him now, that's going to really, I think that's going to really do something to his character because his character is so over right now. I mean, I, I enjoy watching Roman Reigns on SmackDown yeah. on Fridays because he does a great job. He's got a good, you know, he's, he's good on the mic. He's not great, but he's good on the mic. But with Paul Heyman, makes him that much better. So, definitely... Uh, yeah, and I mean, nothing against Cesaro, but I think it's going to take somebody a little bit bigger in stature to take the title yep. off of Roman Reigns than Cesaro. Yep. I I totally believe that 100%. Yeah, Even Rick... today, what do you think will be who? the one... Who do you think? Of- Not what do you think, who do you think? Think. Well, I was just getting ready to say, Rick, um, I read somewhere that Kevin Owens, I guess, wants to go back after Roman again. But I well, think yeah, because he's got the title. Everybody wants to go after Roman because Roman has the title. I mean, if you don't want to go after Roman, then you're an idiot. Right. So I think... Um, I mean, who do I think? I, I still think I'm kind of leaning towards Big E. You know, he's, he's got the good talent. He's very, very big guy, strong guy. I think I think if anybody right now, if Cesaro doesn't beat him, then right now I would say, um, what you call it, has a... Uh, yeah. Big E has a good shot. Yeah, I agree. I, I've seen enough of Owens and Reigns. Um, yeah, that's true. And like I said to start the show, maybe Rick wasn't on then. I, I, I honestly could see right now. They, I think they'd have to build Biggie up a little more 
So right now, I'm going to say a face turn by Seth Rollins would be the only person to take the title off Roman Reigns. Okay, I can uh, I can definitely see that. I mean, it would be a good match. I mean, it would be a great match. Yeah, yeah. Seth Rollins, Seth yep. Rollins, Roman. But a match like that, you'd have to leave. You'd uh, have to put on a big uh, four. Rick, Rick doesn't like that. <laughs> Seth, <laughs> But I think a match of that stature, you'd probably have to put on one of the big four pay-per-views. Yeah. I think, yeah. So, yeah, so it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to, to see how they're going to do the remaining card for next Sunday's pay-per-view. I'm sure there'll be a couple of matches from, from tomorrow night that'll work its way into the pay-per-view on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, they had that, they, they've advertised, um... Oh, well, I mean, Bobby Lashley against Drew McIntyre in a non-title match, which means Braun Strowman will be at ringside, and then all three of them will fight again. Um, there's an eight, eight-man tag. Uh, I'm trying to remember who's in it. Well, I know there's a six-women tag. Um... With, I think it's Charlotte, Shayna, and Nia against. Weird team. Maybe Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, and Asuka. I see. Now I gotta look. Huh. I gotta look. <laughs> yeah, I. I. Yeah, cause it'll bother me. Oh, that's it. The eight... Where the hell is it? An eight-man tag match with the New Day and RK-Bro against AJ Styles and Omos with Jackson Riker and Elias. That's the eight-man tag. And then... The women's match is... Um, Asuka, Mandy Rose, and Dana Brooke versus Charlotte Flair, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler. Um, That's an interesting, it's an interesting combination. And then Sheamus' open challenge, and then Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley. <laughs> so they've actually advertised more stuff for Monday Night Raw um, than they have in a while, ahead of time. Rick said, holy crap, that sounds like a disaster. Which one? <laughs> So many, with so many, the men's match. with the two tag teams, um, I mean, you know, an eight-man tag and then a six-women tag, I don't, that, that's that got to take up at least 17 minutes, and then they, that'll leave another two hours and 43 minutes of crap. Right. Yeah. 
Because you're gonna have to throw you're gonna have to throw Miz TV in there, and, yeah. and, and I'm just what I'm what I'm worried about is that they're going to wind up giving us another multi-team women tag match for the title. You know, Tamina and uh, Natty and then Naomi and Lana and uh, whoever else at this point. Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke and it's just... Right. Yeah, they're just... uh... They're just putting they're just putting together too many of the same matches, and it's uh, it's getting ridiculous now. Well, you know, men's on the men's side, you know, like we said last week, they split up uh, Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin, which you know, I guess uh, Shelton Benjamin said that Cedric said a few things about him and you know Shelton Benjamin is he's a good wrestler he's been around a long time a lot of experience yep but I don't know Cedric basically called him an old dog yeah true you know that's basically what he said yep yes he did and he can still uh, he can still go though I mean he's been been around a long time and I just hope that they don't try and uh Yeah, but I mean Albert Pujols was in Major League Baseball for a long time and he's done. Uh, I mean, yeah. y- you know, so just cuz you've been around for a long time that doesn't mean you're good. Right. Plus it also means you kept yourself in good enough shape to stay around in a business like that for quite a while as well, too. So Yeah, but I mean Oh, one thing I wanted to ask you. I was going to ask you about it before, but now that we're doing the show, I figured now's as good a time as any to get your opinion on it. Um, I saw something on one of the wrestling posts that Karrion Cross is still putting the challenge out to John Cena. Are we going to see John Cena on NXT? No, going no, no, no. No, why? A, why, B, who would want to see that? True, I mean, okay. Why would John Cena come back to WWE to wrestle Karrion, no no offense, but Karrion Cross on NXT? Okay. I could see John Cena coming back to challenge Roman Reigns in front of 35,000 people at SummerSlam. I can't see him in a in the Capitol Wrestling Center against Karrion Cross in front of 25 to 30 NXT or WWE employees <laughs> around the ring. You know, yeah. slapping their hands on plexiglass. I, I just, I don't see that happening. I mean, I've been wrong before, and I'll be wrong again, but that I just... I mean, I, I'll, we'll see Trish Stratus and Lita take on the way for the women's NXT tag team titles before we see John Cena against Karrion Cross. How's that? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay. 
But uh, another thing, you know, you had mentioned before, like we haven't seen Sasha around um, in a while. We haven't seen Edge around either since he lost. Uh, well, that's un that's understandable. He's a uh, he's you know looked like he was in his early seventies. You know, leading up to WrestleMania, I think he needed a break. I really do. You know, I, I mentioned the big old bags under his eyes. He looked like he was, you know, at least mentally exhausted. Um, I mean, as you know, I know, and even Rick and B still out there knows, the older you get, the, the, the not as easy it is to and quickly rebound from things. I mean, crap, when, when we were younger, you know, you okay, you know, you're out drinking at the bar until they close, and then you're going to Denny's and sitting there drinking coffee, eating Grand Slams until 5 o'clock in the morning to get home, take a quick 45-minute nap to be up for work at 6.30 and to work by 7 a.m. on time like it was your day job. Right. Now, pff, if, I'm not in, if I were to drink, I was in bed by 4 p.m. I mean, forget about 4 a.m., Yep. That's why I tell people if I'm not awake out of bed and dressed every morning by six AM, call nine one one. So But yeah, I mean it's uh we got the back we got backlash coming up next Sunday and uh hopefully hopefully it'll be a good pay per view. I mean after that one is I think Hell in the Cell. No, Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank is after that one. And uh I think that one's going to be a real interesting one. It, it, it could be. Once again, it all depends on the competitors. I mean, it can't be. I mean, it's got to be better than last year's Money in the Bank. I, yeah. I mean, just, I mean, Otis winning it. I mean, Oscar, granted, Oscar winning it turned out to be good for WWE. Um, but we never had the mystery of a women's or a tease of a women's cash-in because right. the day after Money in the Bank, pff, she was given the title because Becky Lynch was pregnant. Yep. You know. Um, so it's definitely going to be very interesting to see who is in the matches, and then if they're going to make up for their mistake from last year um, and really give a credible person, you know, the, the briefcase. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's true. And now, we, and another thing, too, I want to talk about with uh, Raw is this U.S. Open Challenge. I mean, Seamus seems to have the open challenge going on, but not defending the title. I always thought that's yeah. what the open challenge was about. Well, yeah. And, you know, who's going to accept it? You know, like you said, it'd be nice to see Keith Lee. Um, I mean, you know, Carrillo, no, I don't, I don't see him being U.S. champion. No, or Mansoor. Or Mansoor, yeah. Not, at least not at this stage. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe maybe tomorrow both guys will come out and it'll be a two-on-one handicap match for his open challenge. Maybe. Maybe. 
Yeah, and uh, one thing I wanted to talk to you about, too, you had uh, posted a picture of Aleister Black, and that's... Uh, well, I sent it to you. I didn't post it anywhere. I, I sent it to you. Yeah. I took it down. For, I took it from Instagram. That's going to be interesting to see where WWE is going to go with Aleister Black. When they're going to bring him back, uh, who he's going to have for... Uh, who's, who he's going to have a feud with, and... I mean... I like I like his uh, his character right now. You know that knock on my door and all this other crap. That that wasn't uh, flying because what do you have two people of that knocking on the door at that one point or had well they they they, they carried it out too long before yeah. they did anything with it, and then by you the know? time somebody knocked on his door, nobody cared. Right. Exactly. So, but I mean. I'd like to see uh, I'd like to see Alistair Black back on TV, see what he's got, see where they're going to go with his character. Uh, be be real good because you know, last time we saw him, I guess was in that match with Kevin Owens. Yep. And so, and that was quite a while ago. Yep. Um, I mean, who would you like to see Alistair Black go against when he comes back? Who would I like? Or who do I... Uh, well... Who would you like to see him go against and who do you think they're going to put against him? I didn't really think it until... I was... I'm, I'm trying to figure out out of all the men that were in the 10-man tag match on SmackDown. The man to get the win was Baron Corbin. So I'm confused and still confused as to why it was Baron Corbin. So I kind of want to see what happens next week or even, you know, maybe the next week or another couple of SmackDowns to see if he's prominently put in matches as, I mean, he's the perfect person for Aleister Black to go up against, in my opinion, because he can, he can put on a good match. He's, he's an excellent heel. Nobody likes him. And it doesn't matter... As I've said before, he was the most, the wrestler last year that suffered the most losses in WWE. And he's okay with that. Because you know what? Even if you're losing, you're still on TV. So that's, you know, just thinking that maybe that could be the end game of why Baron Corbin all of a sudden, I mean, he injected himself into the, Um, injected himself into Drew McIntyre and and Bobby Lashley and he was the man that got the win so why not build him up a little bit and then have Alistair Black go up against him yep I noticed you're looking off to the side are the autographed hounds still trying to get in while you're doing it no I'm actually sitting I I don't know if you can tell you can see the thing up in the top that's the air conditioning thing right there 
Um, yep. So I thought sitting on this side of the table would make me less cold because this little area right there, there's no vent because that one blows yep. right on me and this one blows right over me. So the window is right across from it. And, and I just saw like a bunch of birds fly and they were going crazy and, you know. All righty. So... Yeah, so that's going to be interesting with uh, with Corbin. I think Corbin and uh, Alistair Black would be an interesting match to have. I, I really do. So, all right, we've come up to the point now of the show where it is definitely my favorite part of the show. I'm hoping it's everybody else's too. It's Nuggies News. So, Greg, take it away. All right, Trev. Well, first and foremost, um, I do want to to take this time to, to wish all the mothers in WWE um, a happy Mother's Day and uh, to all the other mothers that may be out there listening or watching, um, happy Mother's Day. And first thing we're going to talk about is we're mentioning um, SummerSlam coming up. And... Oh, whoops, whoops, that's the wrong one. That's the wrong one. Hold on. Sorry. It's a problem about everything being on my phone rather than being on a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Um, five, this is a, an article that I read that, that was that's posted... That says the five possible main events for SummerSlam. Um, and once again, in true fashion, we'll do the um, likelihood and then excitement level. Okay. You know, um, first one they list is Bobby Lashley defending his WWE title against Brock Lesnar. Likelihood, no. Excitement level, three. Okay. Drew McIntyre as the WWE champion defending against the fiend Bray Wyatt. Uh, I would say possibly. Possibly. The excitement level for me on that match would probably be a six. Okay. Roman Reigns defending his universal title against Big E. Yes, and excitement level will be about an eight and a half. Okay. Rhea Ripley defending her Raw Women's title against Becky Lynch. Uh, possibility or probability of that, I would say... No. And okay. The ex- but the excitement level, if they did have it, for me, would be about an eight. Okay. And then the last one is Roman Reigns defending his universal title against Seth Rollins. Likelihood, no. Um, excitement level, seven. Oh. Okay. Um, I agree with most of those. I mean... If I had to rank them in order that I would of the matches that I would like to see, obviously, um, Lashley Brock Lesnar would be the my least um, favorite to see out of all those. 
Um, yep. Drew McIntyre and The Fiend would be next. Um, then probably... I mean, it, it almost be like one, one, you know, one A, one B, and one C with all the other three. Um, okay. With the, you know, as far as the excitement level and and, and wanting to see those um, likelihood, I, I think of all those, I would I would say more than likely you're going to see Biggie. Um, slight chance at Seth Rollins. The others I don't I don't see happening. I don't see Becky Lynch coming back to main event SummerSlam. Um, I could see her coming back and and possibly wrestling by then, um, maybe in a, ch- a championship match, but I don't think it would main event SummerSlam. Um, speaking of Roman Reigns, um, last week actually, which we forgot to mention against Daniel Bryan, he came out with a new entrance theme, which they played more prominently this week, and the reason behind it is quite simply to finally totally finish and erase any connection to the shield, because um, that was originally derived from the shield's entrance. Um, right. If you added the little Tango whiskey Charlie or whatever it was they had in front of it, then it went to that music. So it, it was fully to separate him from um, any connection to the shield. Okay. I've also had a little thing here. It's actually by the same person that I read the article, other article from. Um, five WWE superstars who could finally dethrone. Sorry, I had to scroll back to it because I forgot the word. Dethrone Roman Reigns from his universal title. Um, once again, the. I'm going to get this one out of the way, but says Brock Lesnar could return and take Roman Reigns to Suplex City. No. No. <laughs> Drew McIntyre could, could go to SmackDown and be the one that's chosen to, oh, sorry, could be the one, could be the chosen one to take down Roman Reigns. Possibly, but I... Don't see it happening. The Fiend goes to SmackDown and gets his revenge against Roman Reigns. Okay, I can see that. Because Roman Reigns never, and The Fiend never got pinned. Braun Strowman lost that match for Roman Reigns to win. Yep. Keith Lee could come over to SmackDown and become the new Universal Champion. That could be interesting. And then the other one, which I think by now we all kind of think the almost same thing, is that Big E should, and they say he says should, be the first one to take the title off of Roman Reigns. Yeah, yep. 
Um, we talk about how bad Raw has been, and people everywhere trying to uh, think about ways to fix it. Um, well, here's five um, trades that should take place. I'll say should take place between Raw and SmackDown. The first one they list is Ricochet joins SmackDown and Murphy goes over to Raw. The next one is Mustafa Ali goes to SmackDown and King Corbin goes over to Raw. Okay, that's going to be and this one I don't understand. They say, this guy says, Humberto Carrillo joins SmackDown as Natalia joins Raw. No, I don't see that. Carmella goes to Raw while Nikki Cross comes to SmackDown. Hmm. Nikki Cross has kind of been forgotten. Yeah. I think. Yep. And then the last one is Kevin Owens and Keith Lee should switch spots on Raw and SmackDown. Okay. Um, of all those, I honestly think that the last two would make sense. I don't think the other three would do anything. I think Carmella going to Raw and Nikki Cross coming to SmackDown separates Nikki from anything with Alexa Bliss and gives Carmella another fresh start and somebody else, another tall, big-boobed blonde over on Raw because that's, that's what they need, you know, somebody else to go along with Mandy Rose, Charlotte, and Dana Brooke. <laughs> yep. Um, and then the Keith Lee, Kevin Owens thing because I... I I could see Kevin Owens being a thorn in the side for, honestly, either Bobby Lashley or Drew McIntyre. Yep. And then same thing with, with Keith Lee. He could be a thorn in the side for Apollo Crews or yep. Roman Reigns. And those would all be interesting matches, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could definitely see something like that materializing. Yep. And that's Nuggie's news for this week. All right. Excellent. Excellent. Great job with Nuggie's news again. Um, yeah. But, um, you know, let's, uh, let's talk about some of those uh, possible switches. Do you think if it, if it happened with Keith Lee, you think he would be more dominant on SmackDown than he, is on Raw, than he would have been on Raw? I just think that's how Keith Lee is. Um, I think... I don't, I, I mean, it's been, honestly, it's been so long since he's been in the ring. I, I don't recall him being that good on the mic. Um, I don't think it was, if I remember, and like I said, it's been a while, um, and I didn't really see much of him in NXT because I wasn't that into NXT. I kind of had to have it grow on me. And unfortunately, he had just transitioned up to the main roster. Mm -hmm. So I don't remember him being horrible on the mic, but I don't think he was that good. 
right. he'd be somebody to pair up with somebody that could be, I mean, I'm not going to say Paul Heyman because Paul Heyman's with Roman Reigns, but somebody, uh, MVP, I mean, somebody that can speak for him for a majority of the time so he doesn't have to speak as much. Um, And I just don't know that that person is out there. True. Unless MVP were to split away from Bobby Lashley and align with Keith Lee and sick Keith Lee on Bobby Lashley, but I don't, I don't see that happening. Right. Yep. And uh, I think, you see, because before Keith Lee left, I think he had a little bit of an issue with Bobby Lashley. Well, he had an issue with the Hurt Business itself. The Hurt Business, yeah, so... I was just thinking maybe if they bring him back, they might throw him into something with Bobby Lashley. Maybe. But, I mean, we don't, uh, I mean, that's the same thing with Mia Yim. We don't know when they're com- when she's coming back or what they're going to do with her. Well, I mean, I don't, Mia Yim is a dingleberry to me. I mean, she was a P, she was part of Retribution and didn't do anything in Retribution. Um, right. I don't. I don't think anybody even misses her because she was, she wasn't anything, you know. Right. Um, Io Shirai missing from NXT is a hell of a lot bigger than Mia Yim or Reckoning, whatever you want to call her, um, being misplaced. Yep. True. True. So, yeah, so like I said, we got, um, um, Backlash next Sunday, and then right after that, we got the Money in the Bank to uh, two decent pay-per-views. Like I said to Tony Black the other day, I said, I can't remember to go in this long in between pay-per-views except for WrestleMania. Because I think WrestleMania was like, what, six weeks? That's, the last pay-per-view. I think it was five. So, I think it was also five. Yeah, because I told him, I said, it seems, like, it seems like it's been forever since we did a prediction show. And... <laughs> It's like, wow, it's been going on five weeks already. Well, I mean, it, it also, I mean, one other thing you have to take into consideration is we've pretty much been doing two shows a week now for a while. Um, yep. So it, it does seem like, oh, wow, shit. The last pay-per-view show was episode, whatever, say 218. Now we're at episode 229. I can't remember yeah. doing 11 shows in between pay-per-views. You know, and that's kind of, you know, where we're at. Because, once again, you know, we do a show on the weekend, you know, typically 99.9% of the time on Sunday. And then we do another yep. show on either Wednesday or Thursday. Yep. So, yeah, and it's going to be uh, going to be quite interesting to see that women's team tomorrow of Charlotte, Nia, and Shayna. Because that's kind of an unusual pairing. Yeah. And uh, and you said they were going against Dana Brooke? Mandy Rose and Asuka. Mandy Rose and Asuka. Okay. And you see, the thing with WWE with Raw, I don't know if they do it so much on SmackDown, but it seems like when one wrestler has an issue with somebody, 
somehow they wind up in a tag team match. Like if two wrestlers have an issue with somebody, they'll put those two wrestlers in a tag team match against the two people they have issues with. I don't know if I said that the right way. I understand what you're saying, yeah. I mean, just like this past week on, on SmackDown, Sami Zayn wanted Teddy Long to make a match against Apollo Crews, so instead he put him in a, you know, a tag team match with Apollo Crews against The Undertaker. <laughs> you know, and the last member of the team was going to be Booker T. I mean, you know, that, that, that was uh, an enjoyable part of the show until... Well, maybe even the the attempt at dancing at the end. Um, yeah. But one thing I will mention about Monday Night Raw, something else you may want to look for that you didn't see last week, is if they're doing backstage segments, um, mainly in any other place than that makeshift ring that they have that, they, that you see Caleb Braxton do interviews in. But if they're backstage at all... Kind of look in the background for Lily. Because okay. I think we're going to, I mean, I mean, I don't think that tomorrow will be revealed um, who Lily is stalking. But I think we'll start to get, you know, more and more clues if, if we keep paying attention. Right. And, and the backstage, you'll see trivia watching TV going, where is she? Where is she? <laughs> so, yeah, so I'll definitely uh, keep an eye out for that. Yeah. Because I think they're going to start uh, building that up a little bit more. Right. Because if they don't, then they're just wasting Alexa Bliss coming up, right. uh, coming out every Monday night back and forth on a swing. Another article that I had about SummerSlam, I just didn't want, I might save till next show, um, gave five must-see matches at this year's SummerSlam, and one of them was Alexa Bliss, the Fury Alexa Bliss, taking on Charlotte for the Raw Women's title at SummerSlam. Saying that, and then I read the thing about it saying that Charlotte is who Lily is stalking. Um, and at some point in time, she'll get the title from Rhea Ripley, and then... Will culminate with a, um, you know, the dark-eyed, weird contact lens, you know, black dress. My boobs look bigger in this outfit. Alexa Bliss um, no. versus Charlotte for the Raw title. And I just thought that just as you were talking about that, I was saying, well, wait a minute. If she's stalking Charlotte, then what does the favorite color red have to do with it? That's the, the Raw women's. The Raw Women's title is red. Yep. I, 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 was, I thought of that just as you were talking about it. And I yeah. said, yep. The Raw title, the Raw, have, Raw Women's title is red. Have you read or seen anything about Eva Marie's possible role in WWE? No, I have not. I've, I've read uh, an article about it. Um, and I'm trying to remember... I don't think it was Dave Meltzer. So I, not that I would believe it more or less was Dave Meltzer. Um, Brian Alvarez, I think, the other person from Pro Wrestling, Wrestling Observer. Um, 
I think it was him, had wrote the article saying that it's not expected that Eva Marie has been brought back in a wrestling capacity and vignettes could lead her to either being the valet or the mouthpiece for a bigger star coming into WWE. No idea who it could be or what it could be. Um, they said she could just be added to a current character that they have or it could be somebody returning, I should say, um, right. or debuting. They, you know, it's kind of very, very vague as to who it could be or what it could be, um, whether it was a man or a woman, kind of, kind of reminded me of Dave Meltzer because he covered all his bases so he can say, see, I was right. Yeah, but the other five he said were wrong. But right. um, it, it's, it, it's kind of interesting just for the fact that it, that the assumption is that she's not back to become a wrestler. Right. Okay, yeah, I mean, I can see, you know, even being a mouthpiece for somebody would be, you know, would be a good role for her. Yeah. And, uh... Or, wait I a minute, they can do a storyline where a big-style wrestler starts a legitimate relationship with a hot girl and they get married in the ring. I, I don't think... That, they've never done anything like that before, though, right? <laughs> well, they've done it a few times. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So... Yeah, but, I mean, I don't know what they're going to do with Eva Marie and, you know, whatever they do with her, I'm sure. Another thing that they mentioned that I, that I saw... Um, and I can't remember if it was just later in that same article or a different article, that maybe because there's expectation that everything that's going on with Sonya Deville, that she's going to return to the ring soon. Um, and maybe Eva Marie could be put into that, you know, behind the stage, backstage power position that Sonya Deville currently has. Okay. With Adam Pierce. All right, that uh, that's a possibility. Yeah, I just don't know what credibility somebody like Eva Marie, who had no credibility at all when she was around, could get in that that you know with that character. Right. I kind of miss Sonya Deville in the ring. Yeah. I happened to watch a match uh, on. The computer earlier today, where they had um, Sonya Deville against Nikki Cross when Alexa Bliss returned. Oh, okay. And it was like, wow, so I kind of miss, uh, I kind of miss Sonya Deville in the ring. Um, but I mean, if they bring her back, then maybe, maybe a title match somewhere along, along the line, down the road, away for Sonya Deville. I mean. I think she's good enough to be a women's champion or part of a tag team champion. Yeah. I mean, I think um, 
I think a Sonya Deville, a heel Sonya Deville, and a face Rhea Ripley could be an excellent feud and have several excellent matches. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, you know, what they do with Raw this week, hopefully, hopefully they can shorten the number of matches but make the quality of matches a little bit better. You know, don't give us nine matches where eight out of the nine are only five minutes long. Right. I would rather see five matches of 10 to 15 minutes each and, you know, do it with that. Yeah, but they don't don't even do 10, 15, like nowadays, they don't even do 10, 15 minute matches on the pay-per-views. Right. You know? Yep. I and know, and that's, uh, yeah, that's one of the things WWE uh, does quite a bit, and 